You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You run around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of the TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert, and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me today are my good friends, Petra Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. Hi there. <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> From Kindred Spirits Canine Education Center in Vista, California. Needless to say, life here is never boring. <laughs> now, one of the things that we get asked about a lot in our classes, especially in our puppy training classes, is body care and grooming. Um, most dog training classes talk about sit, down, stay, heal, and all that stuff. But we also like to answer people's questions about other aspects of raising a puppy, just simply because sometimes those answers can be hard to come by, especially common sense answers, like we try to specialize in. <laughs> <laughs> when we're not laughing Yay. as we're answering the questions. <laughs> so since... Uh, Kate has a cockapoo and does significantly more grooming than Petra and I do. We're going to let her lead this discussion. So hold on. We'll give uh, our sponsors a moment or two, and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Pick up something unique at a Bone to Pick Dog Boutique. A Bone to Pick has cool hip fashions for big and small dogs that will have their tails wagging in style. Cat products too. A-B-O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-K.com. Check out our eco-friendly pet products and gifts for humans too. A-B-O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-K.com. Get your pet's mouth watering monthly with our Gourmet Treat of the Month Club. And join a Bone to Pick's free birthday club for your puppy. A-B-O-N-E dash to dash p-i-c-k dot com pick up something special for your best friend at a bone to pick a-b-o-n-e dash t-o dash p-i-c-k dot com get 10% off with coupon code petlife got a cool cat got a cool cat got a cool cat do you have a cool cat in the house well, of course I do got a camera then take a quick pic of your cool cat and enter the Pet Life Radio Cool Cat Contest. Pet Life Radio is partnering with Morris and Nine Lives to give you the chance to win a really cool cat care kit. Get a Nine Lives Play and Scratch Play Post, Nine Lives Wooly Cat Bed, Nine Lives Food Bowl, Morris Play Spinners, and much, much more. You'll also get an autographed copy of Pet Edutainer Arden Moore's new book, Happy Cat, Happy You. Now what cat wouldn't want that? Everybody gets a chance to vote 
and the top five coolest cats win an awesome cool cat care kit from Pet Life Radio and Nine Lives. To enter, just go to the PetLifeRadio.com website or CoolCatContest.com. New York, the glitz, the glamour, the exciting Muttropolis, the sparkling kitty city that never sleeps. Join us each week for Pets in the City with your host, Diane West. Celebrity pet sightings, hot events, and news and reviews with the hottest movers, shakers, and tail waggers in New York. So take a bite out of the Big Apple with Pets in the City every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. Uh, Petra, Kate, and I today are going to talk about grooming and body care. Because basically, your dog can't take care of himself. Yeah, uh, that'd be... Boy, if I could <laughs> teach Walter to pick up a brush and brush himself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> cool. I know. The other day, I was sitting there in my house looking, and I'm like, okay, I've got four dogs, all with long coats, and now two kittens that are be long coats. I'm nuts! You are. I gotta teach them all to brush themselves. No, no, no. You just have to make more time to sit down, turn the TV on, sit down on the living room floor with all your grooming tools, and just. You should yeah. be so oh. relaxed by the yeah, time that's you're done. Sure. <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, she was saying she was nuts because she had all those long. I just thought she was nuts, period. Rather she had oh, long hair. Oh, sorry. Oh, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that too. <laughs> Thank you. So, Kate. Kate. But it's true. Okay, I at one time inherited four toy poodles. Oh, jeez. I'm sorry. Talk about grooming. Talk Duh. about nuts. Well, finally, yeah, well, I, I inherited them. I didn't, yeah. okay. Um, and then when the last one was gone, and they were delightful dogs. I, I thoroughly enjoyed them. I had the Rottweiler, and I'm like, cool, short hair, occasional shedding, not a big deal. Then I got a cockapoo. And who found it? Yeah, Petra, thanks, <laughs> You know, I was really trying to avoid that. That would go on. But uh, he's cute. You love he him. He is cute, and he's really <laughs> a challenge. taught me a lot about being a trainer. Oh, oh yeah. yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, so, and so, so, and so. you needed to have him, because Walter would have ended up at the pound five times over if yeah. pet owners had taken him. Who yeah. else could lick, actually live in an I Love Lucy episode every day? Right. That's true. Out of all the dogs that I have owned in my life, he is the first dog to ever get skunked. And we talked about that in the last podcast. Yeah. Yep. None, and we knocked on wood. None yep. of us got skunked. And all of a sudden, a week later... And Walter took it as a personal challenge. To find a skunk in San Diego, Southern California. In, uh, no, not just San Diego, Southern California. In your own, in my back- own backyard. At midnight. Okay, so grooming and body care. The what night, did you do? The night before, he was to do a dog show presentation at the kids' library. <laughs> yes. What did I do? Okay, well. Oh, because we hear all kinds of stuff. What, um, what worked the best? The first thing, I, when I know, realized what had happened, and my backyard has uh, a lower level to it, which is where it happened. So as the scent preceded Walter up the steps, <laughs> the first thing I did was close the door to the house. <laughs> so he couldn't share 
what had just happened with him with all of my. There's your first step. Lock the dog outside. Exactly. <laughs> with the skunk. I know. <laughs> this whole thing was really funny, though. Well, I, I, I took my cue from my Rottweiler, who says, I don't want anything to do with this. And she ran inside, and I said, Good girl. So I went in and grabbed a, um, a bowl and baking soda. And made a little paste out of the baking soda. So as he delightfully presented himself to me on my wooden deck, I said, hi, and I covered him with a baking soda paste. So well, I visualize, interesting. visualize this, folks. This is a black, black dog. cockapoo yep. with a medium-length coat. Usually got sprayed in the face. Got sprayed in the face, covered with a baking soda paste. Oh, and <laughs> I kind of looked where like... Was the, where was the camera? Yeah. Like frosting was on him. Frosting. <laughs> Okay, so what was the next step? I let that set on him while I went inside, and I found the bottle of vinegar. Okay. Bottle of hydrogen peroxide. Okay. And the bottle of dishwashing soap. Soap. Okay. Took those all out. Did you mix them all together, or one at a time? Oh, you mixed them all together. (laughs) Oh God! Did I mention it was midnight? I was just going for the big kill here. (laughs) Oh yeah, but not to kill Walter. Well, at that point. You know, I could have gone either way. Oh, oh and I grabbed a, an old cloth. Okay. So, mixed them together, and yes, it, it did fizz a little bit. I would guess so. Yeah, I'm thinking the chemical reactions. It fizzed a little bit, mm-hmm. but then um, I dipped the cloth and just kept applying it to his face, top of his head, uh, any place I thought he had been skunked, and I was liberally spreading it around on my deck because while I was inside gathering all the ingredients he was rolling oh, he had been wiping no. his face on the deck no. on the wooden deck which yes. I'm sure has oh. been painted and sealed but can still absorb odors yeah, and, and has an outdoor rug uh, oh. which I'm sure is gone now no actually it's oh, okay. synthetic rug and so okay. as I was applying it to him I was spreading the largesse all over the deck as well I have to say Walter right now knows we're talking about him he's laying on the floor yawning at us giving us calming signals really chill out mom it wasn't so bad um and then remember this is happening at midnight okay um then I we're probably at 12.30 now, right? Probably okay. at 12.30 by now yeah. I'd let it sit on him for about 5 or 10 minutes and then I'd hose him off hose off the deck Go back, do the sniff test, put some more on him, let it set. So we probably did, it's probably close to an hour, probably three or four applications. Now I have to say, when you came in the next day, and he of course was dry, there was a tiny bit of odor at his face if I really got close. But the rest of him was pretty good. I didn't didn't notice until you said it. I was able to go to the library and tell one or two people, now... Tell me if I have to leave, okay? Because, you know, this is a small room, and if, if it, the smell becomes over, nobody noticed. Good. That's good. Yeah. So, that was Kate's recipe. <laughs> good so, job. Let's move on to normal daily care. <laughs> normal daily care with Walter is, is a lot of brushing. If I brush him daily, it's like brushing your own long hair, then um, it doesn't have a chance to get knotted. And it's much easier on him and me if I do it on a daily basis. For your own dog, by the way, make sure you're using the right brush. Definitely. I caught my roommate the other day brushing water, which was very nice, but she was using a slicker. Now, see, I don't use a slicker on the Aussies either, because I find the slicker just goes over the top coat and it exactly. doesn't go through. And I it, don't use it on any of my dogs. Yeah, it doesn't get mm-hmm. the undercoat. 
And with the Aussies, you got to get that undercoat. Yep. And it was yep. just enough to get under his coat, but it was also too much. It so was annoying scratch him. him. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. By the way, if you use a slicker, and it's the appropriate brush for your dog, and your dog is reacting and it feels sharp, take it outside and rub it on the concrete sidewalk a few times. Ooh, take, off, take off oh, those so edges. Just, yeah. Take off those sharp edges. Just Makes like sense. when you cut your dog's toenails and he goes walk on the sidewalk, mm -hmm. smooths it down. Same thing. Oh, that's so good. Because I'm always you know, surreptitiously opening the packages in stores, mm -hmm. whether it's a pinhead bris or a, mm -hmm. a slicker or whatever, and, and pushing. And to see how comb, sharp they are. The tines sure. of the comb. Take them out. Well, look at that. Our own podcast, and we learn something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's good. She's so smart. That's yeah. why we hang around here. Yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. Well, I can't take credit for that. Somebody else <laughs> told me to do it. <laughs> I wish I'd originated it, but I didn't. <laughs> I just remembered it. <laughs> good idea. That is good to know. But with uh, dogs with coat, I like the rakes. Yes. The straight love straight the tines, very stiff. Take that, rounded tips, mm -hmm. rub that, run that through mm -hmm. the, all that undercoat. Take out handfuls and handfuls and handfuls of undercoat. You know, we probably work out about, Eve, well on a per dog basis because I do him just a few minutes a day mm -hmm. but I watch you guys with your Aussies and your Shepherds <laughs> and you do hours and okay it's only a couple times a year but it's hours at a time and you get bags off of them or you like Liz and I do we just shave each of us have a dog that has a lot of coat we just shave yeah. them well in fact Riker got his uh, third haircut of the summer this last weekend just buzz him down because he does. He's got that horribly, horribly <laughs> thick undercoat, and in the uh -huh. summer he just suffers. Luckily, uh, knock on wood, <laughs> Bashir and Archer don't have that same coat. I. It only takes me about 15 minutes once a week to really do that kind of brushing. So the Aussies aren't too bad. Except for when they're blowing coat. When they're blowing coat, coat in spring and fall, yeah. then yeah, an hour, and we'll fill up a trash bag. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, when but I also blown. got a really cool tool, like a dematter. Mm. Yes. I pick one up, and it has like little hooks, and this thing is so nice. If there is a place where I, it's little gotten little matted or whatever reason, it's so nice. You just go right through it. And, and, and that's what I use I on Riker it. in the winter when he's got his full coat on his hips and his pantaloons. Yeah. Use that dematter yeah. through there. Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because Walter's coat is uh, most, well, he's half and half cocker and poodle, so uh, it is continuously growing. So I do run a clipper over him probably every two weeks with a guard on it, different lengths. I've, um, I have, You've gotten much better at it. <laughs> I, I know some wonderful groomers, and they're wonderful people, and by all means, if you can take your dog to a groomer, uh, I just don't have time in my schedule, basically. And so I've ended up doing him myself, and, and yes, it's been self-taught, and he's shown the results sometimes. You're getting much better at it, though. Well, I will yeah. add that. Was when you and I started doing it with our oh, dogs. Oh, poor Riker. Oops, oh, that's a little short there. Poor, Oops, that's a little short there. Poor, poor Riker and Shasta. They, they went through. I remember one time I was working on Riker, and the clipper guard came off, and all of a sudden it was surgically short right down the middle of his back. Oh, I didn't we are get, really good now. Oh, the much we're better, good. much better, much better. Yeah, I'm even getting better at the feet, which are my. I weak mean, point. even one of our friends who grooms her poodles uh -huh. to awesome to excellent. Yeah, um, she even said when I did uh, uh, Kona this past time, she goes, "Where'd you bring him to get 
clipped. I did it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I even made, I fooled her. Yep, yep. Well, Riker was here today. You saw him. He had his new haircut. Yes, he did. Yeah. yeah. And he was and running it, around feeling good. Oh, oh. yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, had asked her, too, about hints with Walter, and she just kind of shook her head and said, good luck. <laughs> experiment. <laughs> this is what I've ended up doing that way. Um, so, how much... Figuring out the kind of coat your dog has and getting the appropriate tools. Definitely. Whether it be combs, brushes, mm-hmm. and and for the right tools, don't hesitate also to talk to a groomer. Oh, yeah. exactly. I mean, you there's you can book the groomers, book, book 10 or 15 minutes with her and offer to pay her for it because that's her job. And say, you know, I just want to take care of his coat the best I can. What tools do you suggest? Mm-hmm. And most groomers would be more than happy to talk to you. And even maintaining the coat in between clippings. I mean, if you use the wrong thing, you can damage your dog's coat, particularly those with, like, the terrier breeds that need to be stripped. Oh, sure. If you damage it, they're not, the groomer's not going to be able to fix that for a long time. And when we're talking about damaging coat, let's talk about mats. Hey. <laughs> Kate and I used to work for veterinary hospitals. <laughs> One thing you do not do is indiscriminately cut out mats. Whether it be your dog or your cat. Oh, I shudder now when I skin. see If I see people going towards their dog with regular kitchen scissors, oh. I just cringe. Oh, yeah. yeah. saw too many injuries. What happens is if you go to pull on a mat, and a mat, by the way, is a huge tangle of hair. Well, it doesn't have to be huge, but you it can usually, usually works up. And you so. usually see some of the worst mad dogs when you, if you're watching Animal Planet and those, oh. Uh, oh. Uh, you know, pet Neglect. Yeah. Yeah. And and, oh my gosh, you see them take off chunks or like half a dog in one huge mat. Yeah. Incredible. When the hair tangles, it works against each other. The hairs work against each other. And every time the dog moves, it tangles more. As it tangles, it pulls on the skin underneath it. So the skin might not be flat. It can have tension on it, which of course is very uncomfortable for the dog. But worse yet, if you go to cut that tangle out, you can actually cut a chunk of skin out. Mm. Groomers will work on the tangle with cornstarch or hair conditioner to get as much of the tangle out as they can. But if they can't and they must trim it, what they're going to do is put a comb between the skin and the mat to separate it, to make sure that the skin hasn't pulled up. And then they will very gently on the mat side of the comb Snip, snip, snip. It is never chunk cut. It's snip, snip, snip very carefully because otherwise you can slice a dog terribly. And grooming scissors are very, very sharp. Yeah. Or exactly. Clipper blades. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Get underneath it too. But yeah. yeah. It's prevent your dog from getting to that state, obviously. And the best way to prevent mats from forming are combing and brushing on a regular basis. All right, let's take a break real quick for our sponsors. We'll come right back and we'll talk a little bit more about body care. We kind of got uh, detoured by skunks. <laughs> but hey, there's skunks all over this country. We can talk about some, uh, some other things in regards to body care. So hold on, we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact.
things, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No. To my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Fluff your feathers, roll out your tongue, shine your fins, snap on your leashes, and grab your human. It's the Louisville Pet Lovers Expo. Two full days of pet-tastic fun that no pet lover should miss. Join us for shopping, the Barks and Couture Fashion Show, Dream Pet Wedding, Ultimate Pet Makeover, Pet Communicator, Rescue Me Pet Adoption, Service Dog Demonstration, and tons of fun contests. Bring your pets and join us at the Louisville Pet Lovers Expo, Saturday, September 27th, and Sunday, September 28th, at the Kentucky Expo Center. For more information, go to LouisvillePetExpo.com. Pet Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets with your paranormal pet's ghostly host, Dusty Rainbolt, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. Today, Petra, Kate, and I are talking about uh, grooming and body care. Well, one of the other things besides... Clipping, as we were talking about, and brushing and all that. I think it's important is the massaging, the daily massage. No, it works on me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I watched uh, at our special event, Sherry, who's a certified masseuse and a friend of ours, was working on Petra. I thought she was going to fall asleep in the chair. Yeah, I think I'll start drooling. Milk it into a puddle. (laughs) Of course, it works on our dogs, and I know my dogs love it. Go lay down. I know it's something I do actually with the TV on. I'll just have one come on the couch with me, even while on the couch. Just kind of just rub the shoulders and their legs. And before you know it, your blood pressure is relaxed. The dog's drooling, <laughs> snoring, you know, <laughs> falling asleep. But I think it's besides good for them just to the Relax. massage portion. It's good bonding one-on-one time with your dog as well. It's also good body care in the fact that when you touch the dog all over... You're checking him out. You're checking to see whether his teeth look good, whether his ears are clean. 
with Riker, he's nine years old. He's getting those old dog lumps yep. and bumps. Yep. You can check for those, see if there's any new lumps and bumps or anything's changed. Um, with your boy Teddy, whether he's got foxtails in oh, his feet. Exactly. Uh, uh, poor Kona had just had an abscess. Mm-hmm. When you give your dog a massage... I like to call it your fingers learn to feel what your dog feels like. Especially for heavy-coated dogs, like ours are. Sure. You can't can't see see No. And you can only feel it, so you want to make sure you catch something before it gets out of control. The only thing that I like to add about the massage is don't make it such a deep muscle massage that your dog is uncomfortable. Right. Learn to watch your dog's reactions. Massage them, but don't cause pain. Yeah. (laughs) Here in, here in Southern California, I often hear people talking about the emotional release they got from their Raikou session. <laughs> and that's not really necessary for your dog. Yeah. 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 You don't want to bring no. back early childhood memories <laughs> and, and help them rebirth and process it all over again. Just uh, make them feel Oh, what's good. the other one? The hot stone. If the stones are hot enough to burn the coat, it's yeah, too hot. It's too hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go there. But yeah, checking, oh, just a side note, with my wonderful life with Walter, yes, just the other day, he started violently sneezing, I grabbed his head, and grabbed a foxtail just as it was about to disappear Here, up, his, up nose. his nose. Oh yes. my gosh, yeah. Four yes. dogs in that same area, but which one tried to get a foxtail in his yes. brain? That would be Walter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Caught it early, though. And so. Well, you know... I just my shepherd just catches him in his feet. Yeah. <laughs> so besides the massage, the brushing, then it's checking their ears and their eyes, and they're between the pads of their feet and toenails, like we mentioned before. All their all their pieces, it, parts. Yep. Yep. You yep. gotta check everything. Well, let's talk about uh, ears since Teddy's the one that always gets his ears cleaned. <laughs> It's like bad ears. Let's capture all the dirt that's flying around in this world. <laughs> they are. They're just like big radar scoops. <laughs> I know. I know. Now, I, I like to use a cotton pad like other people use for makeup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I buy them for cleaning my dog's ears. Yep. And I like to use tea tree oil. I know other people use other things. There's commercial preparations for cleaning the ears, but uh, I like tea tree oil. And I just get the pad wet and just wipe out the ears. Yeah, I um, I try to avoid alcohol. I just think that's far too harsh. And well, screaming. and if they have, you know, if he, if your dog accidentally did scratch and has, may you may not see it, but a has scratch. scratch, that's gonna burn. Oh yeah, and now your dog's learned that. Oh my God, you touched my ear and it hurts. You know, that, that's not the idea. So yeah, yeah. Either I get like a good ear wash and I get well, good old Teddy <laughs> clean out good and dig in there with a with a brush. No, I'm just well, you know, with Teddy, you could run the hose in one ear and out the other. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. No. Well, by the way, everyone, we love Teddy. He's a sweet German shepherd. He's a sweet soul. He's, he's a very good uncle to puppies. Yeah. Yes. He's, a he's just not the brightest. No. But that's not his fault. And that's why we love him. <laughs> yeah. All right. Teeth. Now... I like to prevent my dogs from having to go into the veterinarians for teeth cleaning as much as possible. So I like the home care. I mean, hey, I hate the dentist. I don't want them to have to go to the dentist. Um, I use uh, a child's toothbrush, the battery-powered ones, with baking soda. I've also used the water pick. 
Um, that it, blew my, me away the first time I heard that. I just <laughs> really had to picture that in my brain for a while and work it around. Well, the only problem with the water pick is keeping Riker's tongue out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> because of course his he tongue has hose. his yeah his tongue has Ooh. to be in the middle of everything, and it's kind of kind of hard to hold it down. <laughs> but the water pick is great for for our teeth for tartar and for stains. I mean, I Paul and I both use it. So we just have a separate head that's labeled for the dogs. <laughs> Actually, it did help me to understand that you take it outside. Oh, yes, definitely. Okay, oh, I'm sorry. The yeah. first time I imagined it, I, you know. In the bathroom, there. yeah. Water everywhere. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you take the water pick outside. Okay. All right. You're in grubby clothes because you're going to get soaking wet. <laughs> you have a picture pitcher of water <laughs> because you're going to have to keep refilling the bowl. And, uh, and just go to town on the teeth. Um, Archer's still getting used to it, the puppy. Okay. Bashir and Riker are both pretty good about it. Um, Bashir, obviously, is my serious boy, and he's much better. Riker, I have to keep his tongue out of the way. But it helps keep their teeth clean, that along with uh, bull pistols <laughs> to chew on. Let me back up a second. When you use the to- toothbrush, do you uh-huh. use the paste? Uh, baking soda paste, yes. You use baking soda paste? Yes, I use the baking soda. I've tried many of the commercial toothbrushes, Preparations, teeth cleaning preparations, but I found the dogs kept trying to eat them. The beef flavored. The beef flavor, yeah. You know, okay, beef flavored toothpaste with a dog who likes to eat anything. What's the problem here? Um, getting his tongue out, Riker, of course, we're talking about, getting his tongue out of the way was impossible. So I just used baking soda. Okay. I've heard not to use human toothbrush, toothpaste. Right. I believe there's some chemical additives in them. I don't know specifically what they are, but I believe there's some chemical additives that are not good for dogs. So even though I don't know specifically, I would say, yes, let's Probably avoid those. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Paul Mitchell uh, is a human beauty supply mm-hmm. and all that line. They've recently come out with dog supply and I've been trying them and I'm quite impressed both with the shampoo and the conditioner, and they have uh, pre-packaged, pre-moistened teeth wipes. Oh, okay. Like a little pop-up. Are they are they abrasive enough to really do a whole lot? Uh, are of they like I had to try it on myself first. Oh, okay. So how did it work for you? I like it. <laughs> and then there's like, oh yeah, I just that feeling when you've just had your teeth cleaned uh-huh. at the dentist. Okay. That's the feeling I got. Okay. Um, and but it's not such an overwhelming flavor. That the dogs are like, yeah, I want to eat this piece of sure. towelette. Yeah, okay. Um, and they did not mind at all. I just wrapped it around my finger. Like you do the gauze. Like I do the gauze. Uh-huh. And wiped. Don't forget to do, do up on the, the gum line, too. Just mm, like with sure. people. It's not just the teeth. It's the right, gums. Right, So it's uh, prepackaged, easy to take with. And I liked it. Now, I've used a couple different <coughs> things with uh, bathing the dogs. But I think my favorite is the uh, mane and tail. You know, I use that for for bathing them, and with the Aussie's coats, that works great. I still like that. I still like, um, I've become a fan of the John Paul Mitchell, and I'm still a fan of Equus products. I like Well, that Equus spray that you got for itching looked very nice. I went looking for it, and they were all out. Because she bought the last bottle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Told them to order more, because I'm going to need some, too. Yeah. One of Walter's other issues is having uh, itchy skin, chewing on himself, and this has made a big difference without any side effects. 
such as I have I have even had him on prednisone for a while, which you know worries me with the side effects. Right. Oh yeah. But I didn't want to hit him in discomfort either. Yeah. Well, Riker Riker has a lot of allergies. I can control most of them by keeping him on the Honest Kitchen foods. Right. But uh, every once in a while, he still gets itchy. And so I wanted to try that product, which you took the last bottle of. (laughs) But when they get it back in, I'll give it a try. (laughs) But I've been impressed. And I like the smell, too. So it seems to. And it actually seems to calm him as well as. Well, if he's not always itchy, you know how if, if you're. Have dry skin or yeah, yeah scratching yeah. can drive you nuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, probably the biggest one: fighting fleas and ticks. Oh gosh! Mm. And like we always say, you got to treat your dog, you got to treat your house, you got to treat your yard. Luckily, today with all the uh, flea preventatives and tick preventatives, it's a lot easier than it was mm-hmm. even ten years ago. Um, so if one isn't working for you, try try something one. else. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, ro- rotate and around. and don't just look at the over-the-counter products. Talk to your veterinarian, too, because some of the prescription products, I think, can be, even though they're a little more expensive, maybe more effective, definitely um, safer. Mm -hmm. I worry sometimes about some of the -the over-the-counter products, especially when they have, you know, five paragraphs of warnings. It's like, okay, wait a minute, if, 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 if I can't touch this with my skin and I can't inhale it and I can't do this and that... Um, uh, it's, it could potentially be dangerous. So make sure you talk to your veterinarian also. Now there's some other things we ought to keep in mind with grooming too, and that's special situations. Um, what do you do when your dog gets gum stuck in his coat? Boy. <laughs> Sell him, throw him away. I know, long coat dog cut it out. Don't give him any ideas, by the way. You know, I'm so glad he's out of the room at the moment, because that'll be the next thing he'll do. I know. I know, last night was skunk. Oh, none of us had that experience. Yeah, oh. you did. Yeah. Thank- so don't. let us know next week what happens with don't, gum. Don't listen to this. <laughs> but anyway, if if your dog, and my, of course my dog will not do this, <laughs> um, vegetable oil is a good way to work it through the, the fur and to coat the gum um, so that it doesn't have the, uh, I don't know, the stickiness. <laughs> if you will, and you can work it out of the coat with a little soap and water after the oil is coated the gum. Now, paint's a tough one. Um, obviously, if it's water soluble, you can just use soap and water. But if it's not um, water soluble, <laughs> whatever you do, don't use paint solvents. You know what um, I used? What? One time, my dog, you know, of course, they try to help you, and then the tail goes if they've got a tail. Yeah. Um, was uh, skin so soft? Ah, from Avon. Boy, you that's use that stuff. for lots of stuff. It's great. It's wonderful. It yeah. worked. It took the pain out fine. Okay. Now, we've talked also about burrs, foxtails, and other grass seeds. Um, foxtails are the long-pointed ones. Those are the ones that Patris Teddy gets in his feet. <sighs> yeah. Um, the problem with them is that point goes into the skin, and then they just keep going, and they'll go through the dog's body. Uh, burrs are... are Different shaped little round things with prickly hooks on them that catch in the coat. And then there's lots of other grass seeds of various sizes and shapes and weed seeds, some of the spiral ones. They're all made specifically to catch in an animal's coat because that's how they get spread around the world. So uh, they get caught in an animal's coat, whether it be a dog or a cat or a wolf or a fox or whatever. 
And then uh, they start getting annoying. The coyote will stop, chew it out, the grass seed falls, and then it sprouts. So it gets spread around the world. But they're also annoying. <laughs> and they can hurt our dogs. Uh, that is their grooming. Comb, brush, check your dog, do the daily massage, get them out. Daily. Yep, yep. yep. Daily. And then, of course, quills and, and uh, spines. Cactus. Cactus. Porcupines. Porcupines. <laughs> Don't listen. Don't listen to them. Again, I, I, you know what? It's, it's bring your dog to the vet. For oh, those, with those, those, definitely. Yeah. Because they all have little hooks at the end. And barbs. You, you, you don't want to start yanking them I know. When I was working as a vet tech, we saw a few dogs come in with porcupine quills or cactus spines. And, oh, it's awful. First thing you want to do is anesthetize the dog so he's not suffering anymore. Because right. I've seen them with faces full of them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then remove them while the dog is not feeling it that's the way i'd want it done myself oh yeah yeah, definitely definitely (laughs) exactly yep well i think that's our time for today obviously we just barely touched on the subject of grooming keep in mind you can contact us through the website at it's a pet Pet (laughs) it's a pet life radio i'm trying to combine it's a doggy dog world with pet life radio (laughs) to make one But you can contact us. Drop us an email. We've heard from quite a few listeners, and we thank you for listening and thank you for contacting us. But if you've got a question or a comment or you'd like to have us talk about a specific subject, let us uh, know. Let us know. Drop us an email. And uh, who knows? You may be on one of our upcoming shows. (laughs) (laughs) If you just want to give us a pat on the back, we'll take that too. (laughs) You know, good dog trainers always use positive reinforcement. Yeah, good job. Exactly. (laughs) All right. That's it from us. We'll see you on our next show. Bye-bye. 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 Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>